0: The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. This story happened at the CMH Shas. I was in MetLife Stadium, 100,000 people, it was absolutely (laughs) incredible. To me, the most special moment
1: of that CMH Shas
0: was Mincha. You had to hear 98,000 people quiet, that you could hear a pin drop, it was incredible. 98,000 people not saying one word then the police will go crazy they couldn't imagine how could you have 98,000 people in one arena and nobody saying a word even by the banner, people are talking right or the national anthem there's no holiness but over here the quietness of the Shilashim was absolutely incredible and what else was amazing Abish brought singing, and everybody dancing, dancing in place with their sons and grandchildren and children. It was out of this world. So I'm sitting there in the audience, just like everybody else, and a guy comes over to me, Akiva Serebrowski. Never saw the guy in my life. Akiva Serebrowski, he says, Rabbi Krummel, want to hear a story? That's like asking, is water wet? Of course. That's a question? What's I want to hear a story, right? <clears throat> he says, you know why I am? You see that boy over there, Josh Siegel? I'm here because of him. I said, who was that boy? He said, let me tell you a story that happened with me and him many years ago. He said, I lived in the Miryashiv in Eretz I came back. I was so excited about being a Marvitz Torah. I went to term a And I said, give me a job. I don't care where you send me. I just want to be a Marvitz Torah. So they said, that they heard him say, they don't care where they send them. They sent them next to the moon. Edmonton and Canada, way on the other side of the world. Edmonton, where it's freezing. <clears throat> he comes to Edmonton and he's in the Menorah Day School and he's teaching grade three, grade three. And he was learning Chumash and these kids, you know, because he was this was his first year. He was so into it. He got the kids and he got the kids and they were doing mitzvahs and making brachas and he got the parents also. They were making everything like it was. He was having an influence on the community. So now he tells me near the end of the year, he decided. You know what? really third graders they don't want Rishnayis. But these are such kind that They want to grow up. I'm going to teach them the concept of Rishnayis. So he brings in a big board and on a small board he writes down all the Shishasivim Mishnah and he says this is all known as Shas. They never heard of Shas. And he says each one is in the Sakta. And he says you know there's some people that know Shas. They couldn't believe it. All oh, these Gembars people those shots. He says, "Yeah, sure, it's a lot of people." Rabbi Yasha, Rabbi Moshe, Rabbi Chofan, Rabbi Kamenetsky. He says, "Tomorrow, I'll bring in. I'll bring in pictures. You'll see these rabbis. They all know shots." Well, they were so impressed, and he was impressed, that they were impressed. Oh, it was just wonderful. Until lunchtime. Lunchtime, he told me he's sitting, he's mocking papers. And there's two boys, Josh Siegel and another kid, third graders, nine years old. And he overhears the conversation. And Josh Siegel says to his friend, Do you think our rabbi knows Shas? So the other guy says, Of course not, he's too young, he doesn't know Shas. So Josh Siegel says, but he's a rabbi. He's a rabbi, he's got to know Shas. He's thinking, I learned four button bobekah, six see bobekah, you know, maybe I learned bay or or whatever. So he's smiling at the innocence of these kids because if it's a rabbi, he's got to know shas. So the other guy says, let's ask him. Oh my, right. Let's ask him. So he told me he thought that somebody punched him in the stomach. Why? Because if he says that, he does no shas. So they're going to say, ah, the guys are fake. How can a rabbi not know shas?" And then it's going to be like a yirida and their enthusiasm, and then the parents will have a yirida and enthusiasm. So all of a sudden, he thinks of a story that happened with Rabbi Akiva and this is brought in the Shari Shuma, that if somebody's makabel to do a mitzvah, even if he doesn't do it right now, he's makabel, and eventually he does it, he gets the reward for the time that he made the kapala and he accepted to do the mitzvah. <clears throat> so. That's what Rabnakov held, and that's why Rabnakov once said that he didn't eat to even though that he did, because he made it at that moment he's not gonna eat for the rest of his life, so he was able to say. So he decides if these kids come over to me and ask me, if I know Shas, I'm a cabal right now. That the next cycle I'm gonna finish Shas, so I can say that I start that, that I learned it. Sure enough, Josh Siegel comes over to him and says, Rabbi, did you learn Shas? He swallows, he says yes. He runs back to the other guy. See, I told you. So <laughs> J- Rabbi Sarah Rasmus goes back to his house. He says, his Son, next cycle, after seven years, it's starting soon, in a few months, we're going to be here. And every night he started learning Shas, and he started from Broadhurst, and he went through the whole Shas. And he had moved already, now from Edmonton, now he's in Bobov, he's the English principal in Bobov in Toronto. Sometimes he had to be up 4 o'clock in the morning, just like many of you probably, when you wanted to finish shots for this cycle. Other times he had to do it 12, 1 o'clock after he came home from a Hasna, but he didn't miss. As the sixth year is finishing and he's coming into the seventh, suddenly he remembers, you know something? Why am I doing this? Because of Josh Segal. I got to find him. I got to buy him a ticket. He deserves to be here because I only started this because of him. He figures in Edmonton the kid's probably not even from anymore. He calls up Mrs. Siegel. He says, "Mrs. Siegel, I don't know if you remember me, but I was a teacher here many years ago, and your son Josh was in my class. Where is he today?" She says, "What do you mean? He's is in Israel learning an awesome Oh, my child For the third grade in Edmonton is learning awesome math. He says, "Mrs. Siegel, I want to tell you a story." And she tells him the whole thing, and she says, "I want to buy him a ticket." to take him to the sea of Masha's. but I can't afford to bring him in from Israel. She says, don't worry, I'll bring him in for you. She brings him in, he goes to pick up the boy, he lands from Eretz-Eschol to Newark airport, he takes him to the sea of Masha's, and they're dancing, and it's so beautiful. And I go over to Josh Siegel. I said, Josh, do you remember this story? He says, not a word. <laughs> It was the third grade. I'm going to remember. But you know what's special? After the Shas, you know what he did, Rabbi Shabbosky? He drove him down to Lakewood, and for the next three days, they learned brachas, davays, and Gimel, And then he took him to New York and sent him back to Israel. That's a kodesh bracha. That's a rebbe who has an achrayas. A rebbe who makes a child will never forget it. Then he had his mother bring him in for marriage to trial because he had an ashbot and he had an influence. And he helped him. He started him on learning shots. And what does he do? just doesn't send him back. He takes him to Lakewood and they learn together and that's what a real rev is. And that's why this kid, Jossica, will never, ever forget it. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to